Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Welcome back to another episode of PM and the AM podcast. This is Porter McNeely alongside Blake Bushman. Blake, how is your week going? It's great, man. Fourth of July was good. You know, we we took that day off and didn't post a podcast there. Spent time with some family, but it was great. Good holiday. Oh, absolutely. We talked about kind of the summer things in an episode earlier this summer, the best kind of things to be doing. And I think I experienced, you know, a couple of those in one day, barbecue, spending time with friends and family, parade wasn't even on the list, but we did go to one of those and also a good fireworks show, you know? Yeah, that's true. We did knock out quite a few of those. So it was, I'm, you know, good holiday. Hopefully everybody you know, didn't get blown up by a firework or anything. So, geez, yeah, you do see some crazy videos like that. A lot of houses burning <laughs> down and stuff. You got to be careful with those those fireworks. Oh man, some of those videos crack me up, though. <laughs> Did you know the legal limit for purchasing fireworks is 16 years old? I. Did not know that. I I'm gonna be honest. I've never bought fireworks myself. Like you're, I've you're used not a money burning fireworks. You're not a money burner yourself. <laughs> no, yeah. I my my philosophy is this: Why would I spend money on fireworks when there's far better fireworks for free in every city on the Fourth of July? No, I absolutely agree. the The crazy thing about the age for fireworks is they wait until you hit kind of your peak stupidity you know when you're a little bit younger you're you're pretty dumb but when you hit 16 you know you get your license you start getting a little bit more responsibility you start feeling like you have more freedom that's when they're like all right now you can buy a firework i don't know why that is the way it is i don't know why they didn't just say like 18 i know 18 year olds are still dumb they got to go all the way up to 21 if you can drink then you can buy fireworks but before then a hazard i just want i hope people understand what you just said. You said if you can drink, you can do fireworks. I think you just came up with the worst combination <laughs> possible apart from drinking and driving. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as far as dangerous activities while drunk goes, lighting fireworks has got to be up there on the list for yeah. sure. <laughs> True. You should have to be sober for that because there's a lot of danger at stake. Anyway. Did they have breathalyzer for fireworks? I think it should be required because there was, you know, there's, we're in Utah and people are starting wildfires off of fireworks basically every year. So something has to be done about this. I think we, we're on to something here. Making progress. Along the lines of the 4th of July is where my pro tip is going to come in this week. So for my pro tip, instead of just sharing the pro tip up front, I'm going to share a little story. little oh, little boy. story time, PM in the AM edition. So 4th of July, Layton City, hometown to both me and Blake, you know. We're there, excited. They're putting on a great parade. This was a oh boy. This was an extra special <laughs> parade because co-host Blake Bushman was featured uh, in the parade. So, Blake, describe your your company's float to the listeners, would you? Oh, I mean, it, it was the star of the show, really. So, my company, we we do a lot of stuff with natural gas and you know, converting natural gas over to other vehicles. And our big thing that we had in the in the parade this year was something called the cow fart bus, <laughs> which is basically just a, a, a bus that we've converted so that it can run off of a renewable natural gas. They take it off of farms, so it runs off of cow farts. That's the, the big thing there. So, you know, we had to... We got a nice wrap on it. We had to take it out to the parade and show everybody. We had another truck that was shooting fire, and, and it was a good old time. I mean... We were handing out whoopee cushions and such. It, it it really was the the best the the best of the parade for sure. And it was a hit. And I do have to say, it was an even greater hit because of what happened. No, I th- that, nothing happened. <laughs> you can't comment on this because I'm about to tell the story. 
So the parade's coming down, you know, a few marching bands, high school, junior highs, you know, whatever, other businesses out there. And then all of a sudden I, I see the cow fart bus. So I'm like, oh, here comes here comes Blake somewhere. So I'm like searching for Blake. See Blake. I start going, Blake, Blake. And I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Blake's looking around, looking backwards. He can't figure out where the sound's coming from. He, fi- he finally locates me. And as promised, you know, he's coming over with a couple of popsicles. They're throwing them out to the, to the crowd, you know, getting everybody pumped up. So Blake decides that he is going to sprint. He's just amped up. And Blake <laughs> just starts like sprinting through the crowd. And all of a sudden, he just trips, and he's on his back in the crowd, halfway underneath somebody's lawn chair, and and he launches an otter pop, hits the house that's like 20 feet behind me, and he's just all while saying, just say moo. <laughs> Needless to say, it was a great spectacle for my entire family. But I, at the at the oh. time, they didn't even realize. They just thought you were a friend. And then afterwards, I was like, no, that was uh, the co-host of the podcast. And everybody was like losing their <laughs> mind. They couldn't believe it. It was, it was an amazing yeah. – uh, it was hilarious. I was dying. I, I was getting the people going. No, it's funny because so – because I had told you, I was like, no, I'm going to find you and I'll, I'll get you some, some popsicles. We were throwing out Otter Pops. And, and once I finally figured out where you were because you were sitting 40 feet in the back. <laughs> in the shade. The, you you made me go on a trek to get out to you. I was running and I dropped one of the stupid otter pops. So I was going to pick it up, but I, like you said, I was full sprint. Like I was, I was going, and I bent down to pick up this otter pop on the sidewalk, and my foot got caught in the crack, and I, I just went down, man. Because the whole time, like the whole thing I was doing, like to get people going, because the cow fart bus, you know, I. I would tell people, I'm like, hey, the person who has the best cow impression gets a whoopee cushion or gets the otter pop or whatever, you know, just to get some, some interaction going on. So once once I fell, you know, I figured I might as well distract the attention off of me by <laughs> by, have, by having you start acting like a cow. You did not, not play along. That's because I had no idea. I thought you were saying your company slogan or something. You're like, just say moo. Just, just say moo. <laughs> No, yeah, it uh, it was, <laughs> it was a good time. It's funny though because so after that, because this fall, I mean, it it was pretty smooth if I do say so myself. <laughs> I went down, I tucked, I rolled, and I got back up and kept on running. And afterwards, I was you know getting some more otter pops out of the bus to throw it throw out to people, and my boss was sitting in there, and he's and he looks at me, he goes, "Hey Blake, wh- wh- what was that earlier? Was that some?" Was that some parkour you were doing? Are you doing tricks for these guys? <laughs> they they thought that I had intentionally just somersaulted <laughs> as part of the parade. <laughs> my my favorite part of the whole thing is that you like fell into people's lawn chairs. And so like the oh, people yeah. that were and it was actually one of our friends, uh like brother in law's family. And they like <laughs> turned around and were just like staring at you. Like what the heck? And you just got up. You didn't even give me a popsicle. Started throwing the otter pops twenty feet in the air, like drilling houses, and then just kept going like a champ. It was it was amazing. So I do have to ask Blake: Are you going to be in any more parades, or was that uh, your only appearance? You know, I do. I we do have some more parades. The the cow fart bus is going to be in like five or six parades over the course of the next couple of weeks. I won't be in all of them, but I'll be in at least one or two more. 
So uh, hopefully my foot recovers. I jacked up my toe pretty bad on that fall. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> we got to get you in peak parading shape so you can get back to uh, chucking some otter pops at innocent bystanders. <laughs> there we go. That's the dream. But that's my pro tip. Just uh, don't trip while parading. <laughs> <laughs> that was at the beginning of the parade, too. That was... That was not ideal. Oh man. Well, the Fourth of July. It you know it always reminds me of my my childhood and and going back. And if you know anything about me, I'm a I'm a sucker for food. We've done a lot of you know food tier lists and food brackets and food tastings. And even. Also, yeah, food tastings. Some of them better than others. And so when I'm looking at buys, whenever there's something food related, I I I can't not share it with the people. And uh, I mean, th- and this first one is, is just too good of a deal because you remember Uncrustables, don't you? Oh yeah, of course. Did you know you can just buy thing to make an Uncrustable at home? A knife? <laughs> no, 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 no. What's so special about an Uncrustable? It's got they take the the bread and then they squish it, and it just has that like little. I mean, ironically, it is a crust, even though they said it doesn't have one. the little thing, the little bead on the outside. Uh-huh. And I know what you're talking stuff. about. You can buy like a press that will take a uh, like a sandwich, and it will cut off the crust and then push the two ends of the b- bread together to make that little bead. So you can make an uncrustable at home. Wow! As if uh, knives and thumbs weren't able to do it okay. before. This does make life a lot easier. And I'm I'm gonna say. This would have saved my mom a ton of money in junior high because I got the Uncrustable every single day. Right? Single day. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. You can use a knife. You can use your thumbs. But when was the last time you did that? I, I'm not that against crust. I just thought it was the best yeah, option no. in junior high lunch. Right, right, right. And I, you know, and I don't have anything against crust either. But just uncrustables are are fantastic and now you can make it at home the special thing about this is that it's only eight bucks like you're not like that's cheaper than a knife you know if you're having to mass produce these like if you have multiple kids that don't eat crust i could see it being useful but if you have one kid that doesn't eat crust i think maybe saving the eight bucks buying an extra loaf of bread for all the bread you're wasting by cutting off the crust might just be your move yeah that's true. That's true. Well, I got another one here for you. Let's see what you what you what you think about this one. Cause I I've shared a lot of um, waffle waffle oh, no. related products <laughs> on the on the show. There's been the the pad waffle, the the Dino Nuggy waffle, which is on my wedding registry currently. Just letting I'm you know. Have to, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get that for you <laughs> actually. But maybe you'll want this one more because this is a vertical waffle toaster. Essentially, all it is is a toaster with these little inserts in it that you pour the dough in, and it goes into the shape of a waffle. Then the toaster will cook it, and it just cooks a waffle for you. What in the, the heck? In this insert in the toaster. All you have to do is pour the batter into this toaster, and it makes waffles for you. It's... I mean, not that making waffles in and of itself is all that difficult. However, anything I can do to make more waffles, make waffles easier, I'm I'm on board. But is it really easier? Because imagine if a little bit of the dough drips down in there, your smoke detector is going to be going off in five minutes when that thing's just burning a, burning up in there. Okay, how many things are on the bottom of your toaster? Infinity. A million. Oh, good right. point. Yeah, the, you can't count it. What is one little bit of waffle going to do to an endless <laughs> amount of crumbs and 
who knows what. Okay, the real question here is, can the inserts for waffles come out if you needed to, let's say, toast a bagel or some bread? You know, that's a great question. This one that I'm looking at sells as like a complete set, and it doesn't... Well, let's see. Yeah, they come out. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, they're like a little silicone little silicone insert so you can take them out if you want to use a regular toaster boom you got it but i really think they should just sell the inserts separately and they would yeah. probably sell better but regardless i don't know if you can buy those or not if you can then that's an even better buy that's true because when you do a toaster waffle the biggest dilemma that i've run into is you can't get the waffle out because it doesn't like pop out high enough you know so you're like reaching your fingers down in there to pull it out that's hazardous. That's dangerous. That it burns. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, yeah. a, that's a good a good point. And silicone, yeah, you, got, you can probably touch nice it with a fork. <laughs> you can probably touch it with a fork, and you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. I, I I don't know if we're gonna test that one. But... <laughs> no, that will not be a punishment because I do not want to be electrocuted. Next up on Porter's punishments, taking a bath with a toaster. Oh, <laughs> that's dark, Blake. Come on, cut me some slack here. That'd be the last podcast episode ever. <laughs> be quite oh, the real. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for sharing those buys this week, Blake. We had some great stuff. More waffles as usual. But coming up after (laughs) the 30-second ad from Anchor, we have the head-to-head bracket face-off segment that we do. And this week we have the best movie franchises of all times that we're going to be stacking up against each other. We still haven't come up with a good enough punishment to make into our next punishment video. So we're going to keep brainstorming that. We'll probably ask you guys at some point for some input on that but there will be a punishment attached to whoever loses this so i'm prepared because i lose every single one this isn't just me trying to whine and make you guys vote for me but it would be nice if you did <laughs> i mean it's called porter's punishment i feel like it's it's just built in now porter's i mean there's always featuring more, blake <laughs> there's always more uh more of the lester sodas that we can try i've heard i've heard the uh corn on the cob is is, is calling your name as long as there's not 42 grams of added sugar, <laughs> it couldn't be worse than ranch. But anyway, we will be right back to dive into the best movie franchises. Don't go anywhere. All right, and we are back with another bracket face-off here. We've got the best movie franchises coming at you. Blake, I know you're probably nervous because I have the first pick. And I'm changing up my strategy a little bit from the previous weeks. I'm sick and tired of losing, so I'm going to try and go with more fan favorites, more catering towards our audience instead of my personal favorites, because some of my personal favorites have gotten me a lot of heat lately. So You just Googled best movie franchises, didn't you? I did. I'm sure you did the <laughs> same thing. It. I'm sure you did the same thing. Did. That's these how you are, keep winning. These are all off the top of my head. These are all. These are 100% genuine me, all right? I don't pander to the people. I didn't necessarily i don't i don't really i'm they're not in an order is what i'm trying to say they're not necessarily in uh, okay okay an order they're just a bunch of them that i i need right, well, a little, little bit of a list so i didn't forget anything good because that's usually what happens you, i just forget the best ones well you got the first pick so don't mess this up all right i think this is pretty clear cut but there are two that i'm really like teetering on i'm gonna go with star wars however because that is an all-time classic so I feel like it would be hard to go any other way. I do think some of the more recent mm-hmm. additions to the series have kind of shaken a lot of the fans of the originals. You know, they're not as much, yeah, they're not sure. into some of the new stuff they're doing and all the new directions they're going. But 
I mean, if we're talking about iconic movie franchises and movie franchises that people are most passionate about, I would say number one has to be Star Wars. So that's kind of my logic behind that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's 100% accurate. It's the most iconic movie franchise. It has to be one of the longest running movie franchises. I don't know when I don't know the dates of when the first one came out, but they're still making them today. It's it, it's been a long time and there's a reason for it. So no, that's that was the right the right choice for you, and, and I'm uh, I'm upset that you got that, but I I feel like there's still some power left yeah. with some of these other with these other options that I might be able to to squeak it through, even though uh, even though you got Star Wars, which is I mean, some of which them is what I would have chosen. People sometimes people are really against it too, so I I think these other ones yeah. still could have a chance to move on. There could be some upsets here. What do you have in the two yeah. slot, Blake? So the two for me personally is really clear. However, it's one of the more polarizing ones because people either love it or they just like don't care. And that's that's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, okay. That's all a... of Marvel. It ha it has to be the largest franchise of all of these, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, there's twenty some odd movies and now they got what are they on? Six T V shows. I mean you know, you're you're pushing thirty unique things all within the same universe, and they break all of the records for besides Avatar, but that's something else. For uh, you know, largest box office releases, and and I I really believe that they it is one of the best movie franchises ever made. Yeah, I think so too. But I kind of run into the quantity over quality on some of them. You know, some of these movies are are amazing, top tier all the Avenger stuff, just best quality. Spider-Man was amazing, the new one. But some of them, you know, they're kind of just a, let's throw it out, let's get people to go pay a bunch of money to see it so we can make more money. <laughs> I could see that being a number two, and I was actually going to pick it for my next pick, so it is a good pick, but I, I think it kind of has the same argument as Star Wars nowadays where it's uh, kind of become more of a quantity over quality. Yeah, and and I and I can see that because especially now with the, the newer releases, if you haven't seen some of these other like if you haven't seen everything up to this point, like you're not going to understand what's going on, you know? Like you have to see all the shows in order to understand the movies. So, there are people that don't like it for that reason because it's it does take some dedication to follow too. Absolutely. But that leaves me another good one that I can take in the number 3 slot here. There's a lot of passionate fans for this movie franchise, and that is the Harry Potter movie franchise. Clear cut between two and three, whatever you picked there, I was going to pick the opposite. So there's a lot of no, uh, you. You sitting in the one in in the one spot with the first pick is an excellent spot to be in because to me, after after those three, there's a bit of a tear break, and there's still other fantastic ones that that won't get picked just because there's too many good ones. But as far as like diehard fan bases go, those are the big three. You know, I agree. So you, you pick you picking up two of them is, is is tough for me to hear. Personally, my favorites still haven't been picked, and I'm hoping to snag them up later. Later, but those are you know three of the most iconic. I would say. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sitting in a spot here now where I am I'm struggling. I have two more kind of in the next tier down for me, and I want them both. And I don't know if you would pick one of these or not. So I'm I'm nervous on on messing this up. I gotta I gotta play the game right here. But I feel like as you know, as far as classics go, I'm gonna pick Toy Story. Oh, 
That's tough. I actually did have that. I I didn't think that was going to get picked. That was the one that I didn't know if you would pick it, but I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to get Star Wars, Harry Potter, and Toy Story. I just feel like that's too powerful of a team. Now, I set you up to get some other big powerhouses, so maybe that's definitely. my mistake there. But, you know, Toy Story, I, I definitely think some people will will appreciate that. And I would have picked it probably later on just because I thought the fourth movie that they made was terrible. I hated it. They should have stopped at three because three is one of the only movies that I've ever felt emotional in when Andy dropped off those toys, man, that hit me hard. And so Mm -hmm. they had it right. And then they were like, you know, let's go make a couple hundred million dollars off these suckers and create a completely alternative story plot that like just doesn't connect really with the other movies as well. And, and so they, they yeah. lost it for me. And I'm just going to, I always go along pretending that that one didn't happen, but that's why I would have yep. picked it later personally. But I can see That's, that's I can what see I was about there. to say. I, I would like Toy Story 1 through 3. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> you took the franchise, my friend. You took number 4. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> that oh, is a very man. respectable right. pick. They are some really good movies. Coming in in the 5 spot, I'm taking probably my personal favorite franchise, which is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Did you have okay, that one? See, uh, yeah, that that probably would have been my next pick. I was hoping you were going to go a different route so that I would be able to get that, only because it, it is great. And I mean, yeah. you, with all the we know the Johnny Depp case. Now it's been a little bit since that's since that's been over, but I'm sure you're going to get votes solely based off of that. They're going to see Johnny Depp's face in the in the polls and say, "Oh yeah, I'm voting for that guy." That's so, Captain I mean, Jack Sparrow to you, Blake. That's the best uh, yeah, part I mean, I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, you take him out of those movies, and those movies are are not, yeah, nothing. So that's fair. But that is a great series, and and my personal favorite. Yeah, no, I that that's a great pick. And I'm gonna. How many more do we have left? So I've picked. So, so we're on number six right now. So you'll have six and eight, and okay. I'll have seven. So that being said, I have to show some respect to to a classic here and go Lord of the Rings. Oh, good good pick, Lord of the Rings. I don't know when was the last time you watched it. It really is incredible. Like, I don't think it's going to do very well in the polls just because, you know, it's it's been out for a long time. There's, you know, there's not going to be anything new like with Star Wars and all that. So it's kind of faded in, you know, the the power that it would have had. But if you go back and rewatch it, those shows are fantastic. And the fans they have are very loyal. I'll say that. And another part of that is the technology for the time they were using when they shot those movies was cutting edge. So it was really great. They, yeah, they definitely withstand the test of time for sure. But that brings me to number seven, my seven seed. And this one is more of a toss-up for me. I think there are some other good series. But like you said, I think we kind of took a step back. And I have a mm-hmm. couple kind of honorable mention ones. No, after Lord of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean, to me, there's a definite tier drop off. It's just, you know, there's, there's other really good options, but there's nothing, you know, in that same category as all the ones above. Yeah. And so I'm going to take one that has a lot of memes from it. I'm going to take Spider-Man franchise. It's it's great. It's been passed through different ownerships, so it's been kind of crazy all over the place. But hey, Tobey Maguire can't be beat. That The last one they made was incredible. So I'm going to take Spider-Man. No, honestly... Had you taken uh, Marvel and, you know, had I not been able to pick it, that would have been my pick. Just because Spider-Man is fantastic. Those original Spider-Man are great. And, you know, I really think that if you put those two head to head, most people would probably vote for the OG 
Spider-Man over the Marvel universe. So that's a that's I I have no complaints with that pick. That's a that's a good choice for you. Unfortunately, that was my last pick. So <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna stop it there. No, I uh, I have a couple different options, and because you know this is the last pick, I'll kind of talk through here. I'll I'll talk through the last. I have three more that are on my list. I have Indiana Jones, classic. I have Shrek. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't believe I missed that, dude. And, and Shrek is just a, cl- oh. you know, it, I mean, it, it really is a classic. And I think that, you know, it does have some power behind it. And I'm really surprised you didn't pick it. I thought I really uh, thought you were going to with your last pick it. here. And so that's why I was planning on taking Spider-Man because <laughs> I thought you were going to take Shrek. Then the other one I have is Rocky. I oh, love okay. the Rocky movies. They're fantastic, you know. You can throw them on, and and it's so much fun to watch. I don't think that I can put them in with the best movie franchises of all time when you still have things like Indiana Jones and Shrek out there. And you know what? For our audience, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Shrek. I think that I think that that is gonna you know if that takes out Star Wars in the first round, dude. That's that's definitely (laughs) a possibility because Shrek is amazing. That's I you know yeah. All things considered, if you're putting either Shrek in Star Wars or Indiana Jones in Star Wars, Shrek does Shrek, have a better yeah. chance to upset. Dang, so, that's tough. Man. So uh, hope, hopefully the meme factor of Shrek will be able to come through in the end for me and uh, and uh, make, pull out an upset, but we'll see. Well, that's a really good pick. We got a good selection, so that will be posted on our Instagram as always, and we'll have you guys vote on it. And let us know in the comments if we missed any movie franchises that you love. We'd like to hear from you. And thanks. And for if so, help me if you say Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, that you're getting blocked. Stinks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. We will be back next week with another amazing episode. So stay tuned, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out.